Good morning. Happy. It's afternoon. Post Thanksgiving. It's afternoon for us. It's probably afternoon Happy for some of y'all. Thanksgiving. Maybe it's American the middle of the night if you're watching on replay or listening to the podcast it episode. It absolutely is. <laughs> it could be. It should be. It will be. Yeah. At some point. For someone somewhere. Winston was just sitting on my lap. So cute. Yeah. In the camera view. Yep. <laughs> 12 seconds before. Snugs up like a bean. When he's like, no pictures, my please. My lap. He's so hot. He's just going to. Do his best. Yes, his little space heater puppy. He's so comfortable, though. It's hard to move him. How are you? I am good. Yeah? Are you feeling okay? Oh, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> we had the, a bit of a cold. the massive week of people visiting, and then I was like, oh, no, I'm feeling stuffy. So Monday, I was like, I didn't even take medicine or anything. I was like, just out of it. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, the minutes kept passing, and I was like, ah. <laughs> I don't know what words are. So yeah, it might have been Monday what I had. Tough. Though it seems separate, too separated. Yeah, I don't. But know. I also had a day where I was not taking medicine and I was just a little bit lightheaded, foggy. Yeah, like, it was just a little like. Eh. Well, so I got better, and then uh, oh, we we had our like little Thanksgiving. Um, just the two of us. Just the two yeah. of us. And then we went to um, a bar down here to go watch the World Cup. Oh, yes, on Friday. that was really fun, yeah. Mm -hmm. And then I started getting, like, a cough, and I was like, are you kidding me? And so um, it it was, like, it wasn't a day, like, maybe a day and a half. So this whole week has just been like, woo-woo-woo. What else happened? Oh. We started watching Wednesday. We started watching Wednesday on Netflix, Wednesday Addams. She has, so we we only finished uh, two episodes because they're like hour long episodes. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, you're obsessed. I, I love her so much. I also am enjoying it very much. But she's, yeah, she's like your alter ego. She's my alter ego. I could never be as cool as Wednesday. Like <laughs> down, literally down, down. never. So when we play, I think I might have mentioned this. We play this super sitters using the fake core system. And my character, Blair, aspires. I I built her or I kind of like envision her to be like Wednesday, but I cannot execute it at all because I always laugh when I try to be like, <laughs> yeah, you know, she not deadpan, laugh. serious. She is not a laugher. <laughs> Go on, buddy. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Go on. <laughs> you really did not want me to set him down. <laughs> well... Yeah, there was that. What else? What else? Oh, uh, Hogwarts Legacy was also posting. They have been like nonstop, I feel like, in in sort of unexpected ways where it's just like, oh, nothing's going on. Bam, here's your Ravenclaw companion. <laughs> if you want to see me, I'll probably clip it. Uh, if you want to see me make a Venn diagram for what it means to be a companion or what I think it means to be a companion, then <laughs> is it possible we talked out? about this in the last podcast? I when don't was know. That? I, I have no remember. idea. We did this last week, but also they post. So yeah, that was on Friday. But then also they did uh, a professor, a Ravenclaw professor. Yep. And I was super Hecate. Dinah Hecate. <laughs> I got the pronunciation. Is it Dinah, not Dina? Well, I other people were saying Dinah, and I swear, I you know how I am with pronunciations. I looked it up, but because I think it happened while I was still kind of stuffy, I think I looked up the pronunciation to double check, and then I said the opposite of <laughs> what the pronunciation. I said Dana. Well, I still no, don't know how to pronounce pasty. Dina, I said. Pasty, pasty, it's pasty, pasty. It's pasty. Pasty. Okay. Pumpkin pasty. It's one of the. That, that's yeah, because there's a restaurant near here called Cornish, Cornish pasty. Pasty. And of course, yes, pumpkin pasty. You should go check it out if you. And it's one of those one. words where I know I don't know how to pronounce yes. it, but I can't lock it in my brain which yes. one it is. Yeah. I know that I don't know, <laughs> and I know it's between two. You always pick the wrong one. Yeah, yeah I do. Yeah. yeah. I should just say the opposite of what I think. So Dinah. Dinah. Um, yeah, she's super cool. Oh, and we get a super chat Hello. from the Aura Division. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Um, yeah, it's been good, good content times. 
It has. It has. Yeah. Speaking of, uh, lots of Hogwarts Legacy content creators, mm -hmm. or Division being one of them, it's been a lot of fun, like, seeing everyone get so excited for this game that's... It's coming up. It is coming up. We're almost up. at the turn of the calendar I year, know. so... I know. Then we're really, then we're really in it, because it's the beginning of the year, really. Yeah. I mean, last night, you met, you said February 7th to me, and I, in my brain, I was in the teens in February. It's, I, somehow I had... Yep. February 7th yeah. is early access. That's hours. really soon. It is it's basically is. just January. We just got to get through. And January is almost over. No, yeah, what, I know. Is, I know. What is that from? I can't. Remember. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it's, basically well, it's basically the tomorrow. weekend. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's Sunday. Tomorrow's Monday. No. Um, yeah. So because of all the stuffiness and all of that, and I did make a video about um, our new professor. I was off camera because I there's no way I was going to be on camera for that. Then they also did an autumn ASMR. I haven't made my video yeah. for that yet. We, but, we watched it. Um, it was a good a good week. It was yeah. good to like chill and. We also played Deep Rock Galactic last night. Oh my gosh, Deep Rock Galactic. Yes. For our third time playing together, we played yep. with two other folks. Yeah. Including Vin from Bad Plan. Broken Stone. For rock and stone. You're dwarves, you're in space, you mine stuff. That's that's I, basically the game. It's so It's fun. really, really growing on me. It's I, so The fun. first mission we did, I was like, okay, I, I get it. Yeah, like, no. You shoot these alien creatures and then you mine stuff. But I feel playing like. Playing with four yeah. people and having all four of the roles and yeah. like, it was really difficult. We literally lost the first one. Because. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Well, okay, listen. So well, you can died, you, you know? can die. Like when you run out of health, you die, you pass out. Right. But your teammates can revive you. Right. So one of our teammates passed out. I was like, oh, I got you. But like for some reason, the way I was angled, it didn't give me the revive button. So I was like, oh, let me step over here. I fall off, off the, the edge. <laughs> and then I died. And I, was I like, heard uh, no, you and him start laughing. No. And I was like, oh, no. Because I was also dead at that point. So it was two up, two down. And then you went down, and then Vin got so close. He was like two oh seconds gosh. away. It he was, was so, literally. I was like, just leave us. You up. got it. You got it. Oh my God. It was Because so you basically, <laughs> you, you like start, you begin the ending, and it gives you a five minute countdown, but yeah. you have to run all the way this long distance yeah, so wherever the pod sets so down. So this is like my, I've done a few runs, especially it, with Prowsplay. Usually what I do, if I do it by myself, I go up, I go up. Before I call it, I try you don't to think go... it just gives a set distance. It gives like some distance, but if you're in a if you're in a so if you ditch, just ran back to the beginning, you want to get to like a level. I understand. Feel, you go like, to a little bit better spot. You go to a spot that's like I'm not going to fall off the cliff. Yeah, you know, well, there's a lot. It happens. Sorry, I interrupted you. you no, I was just trying. If somebody hadn't seen the game, that oh. it's basically a race, and if it leaves without you, and our last person was like <laughs> a footstep away, and it was just like door shut. Yeah. That was great. Well, was really you know, I I typically play single player you games, know, which is why as much as I've I know lots of people want multiplayer for Hogwarts Legacy, I'm like, I'm good just like cuz I the thing with multiplayer is I feel like I'm I'm like the weak one or the one that's holding people back cuz I'm like, let me look at this Not and when this we all die. and do this. Yeah. But actually playing games like that are a yeah. lot of fun for me. Uh, and it's it's definitely grown, like what you said. So the first time I played it, I was like, okay, like how do people spend like hours and hours playing this? Because you just yeah. do the same thing over and over. But it's not. It's just the experience of it. And it, I don't know. It's a lot of fun. It is a really good four-player co-op game. Yeah. Like, I mean, really good. Because everyone yep. is useful. Yeah. You can go in opposite directions, but you're better off together. But like, yeah. it's really easy to lose each other. Yeah. I was separated from you guys for like 10 minutes. I couldn't find where you went. Yeah. Yeah. It's and then sale. I got crushed by a meteor. Yes, you did. <laughs> it's on sale right now on Steam. I don't know if it's on sale on other platforms as well, but um, it's the it's the historic low. So if you want to catch the Steam Autumn sale, there's some good games. Speaking of that. I have been playing a lot of Disco Elysium. Yeah, you because have. Because it's I'd a pull game. You off of that to play this. It's been on my wish list for a while, and I'm like, okay, it's highly acclaimed as an RPG. I don't know anything about it. I just know that it like won a bunch of awards, and 2019 was when it came out. So I didn't really whatever. 
So it was also on sale and I picked it up and I was just like, I just can't stop playing it. I still don't know. My favorite thing is games like that have a mystery where I'm like, I am fully into the world. I love the vibe of it, but I have no idea what is actually going on. Right. And I right. love that because I'm I'm trying to piece it together and like to craft a narrative in that way. I don't know why my, like, bra- oh. my brain went to this game because I haven't even watched you play this, but what you just uh-huh. said. Remind me of that we played an early access like prologue chapter of one where you're like a robot and you're putting yourself back together. Oh, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that made me feel what you said made, yeah. reminded me of how I felt playing that game where I was like, I don't know what's going on here, but I'm enjoying myself. Yeah, that was a good de- a good demo has that hook where you're just like, I must play more like what's going on here? Especially yeah. if you have a mystery. Not all games have mysteries in them, but yeah. the ones that do, you have to set it up. Winnie right. is being so cute right now. Winnie, he is just okay, you deal with Winnie. Oh, let's let's transition to our let's password transition. for today. So because I was like, uh, you know, alternating between being stuffy and binge playing games, um, I posted the first clue yesterday. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was a delayed post. <laughs> so clue number one is vaults. Clue number two is goblins. And the third clue, which is now being said for bank. the first time right now, is bank. In case you yeah. didn't get it from the well, first two. Yeah. Bank is your last clue. Uh, so the password today is Gringotts, which we have some stuff to say about Gringotts. Question of the day in chat. I saw a couple people respond to it. What is in Gringotts for our main character in Hogwarts Legacy? So in uh, first, let's do a couple. So Zaxa says a mystery to solve. I, I think that it might be part of a mystery. I want to know, like, what it, why, what is it about Gringotts that is a specific location for us? Obviously, there's there's money, there's money, mm-hmm. and also like items, like powerful wizarding families store items in Gringotts. Yes. Know? I believe it will be an item. Mm-hmm. I believe that Gringotts and its lesser known or even unknown to wizards vaults will be being used by Ranrock to safeguard what he has found, whereas we will be safeguarding it in what I believe to be that room with those portals that's yeah. where we're going to safeguard the stuff we find. So, or the room of requirement. Speaking of, let's look at... This is the view we see in the state of play. That is clearly Gringotts it with, is. The, it is. with the marble floor and, and the, the chandelier. chandelier. That's the room with the portals. This Jessica feels has. like Gringotts as well. Yeah, so I'm trying to... like. It seems that last shot with Ranrock walking in was... I kept looking at it over and over this morning because there seemed to be that row of lights back there, like mm-hmm. the tellers, and it kind of looks like a chandelier, but it also looks really dark and kind of almost yeah, It might corrupted. be off hours. What if it's an alternate universe? Well, if there is really a <laughs> gr- Goblin Rebellion going on, uh-huh. then it may be that they're shut down Yeah. from wizard use. Yeah. Or at I least mean. lessened. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Alexis with the pensive, I, I think, yes, whatever the thing is that we are in a rate, and again, I'm all in yeah. speculation here, but I'm I'm definitely attached to the idea that we're essentially racing against Ranrock to find mystery, clues and historical things that have been hidden, mm-hmm. likely by Merlin, and it'll have to do with ancient magic, which Ranrock appears to also have. Yes. And then I think... He's using Gringotts. So maybe it's that we like can sense it there. Maybe we, I believe that that cut scene where he blasts us and Fig is that, is that we have gone with Fig to Gringotts because we're going to start school. Yeah. It's like, you got to get out money. Get your money from here. And he's probably getting it from like the Hogwarts coffers to give it to us. (laughs) And then because we are who we are, we will sense it. And we, then we sense it. Then like, we are in this oh. separate space. Like maybe we're you able to what? open the portal. Mm-hmm. And then Ranrock blasts us. Yep. And then we have this other cut scene with the wizard with the top hat. Yep. Where he's like, what aren't you telling me about this kid? And yep. it's because Ranrock has already encountered us and knows that we have connections to ancient magic. 
Yes, all of it. I almost put the clip of the uh the ancient magic blast back that Ranrock does to us because in that shot there's what appears to be a pensive and also what appears to be a portal to a forest, which is also kind of weird. Yep. Um it is. Yeah, I think that Gringot, so I think that the our time in there is going to be limited. Uh, we've said this in other sections, like yes. where we're gonna hop in, hop out, or it's gonna be part of a very contained, like cut Portals. cinematic it's an at instance. the beginning. Yeah. Well, there's a possibility that we go back, right? Because yes. there's that other goblin esque architecture cavern that appears to be guarded by goblin yeah. guards, and it has like the, um, you know, mine cart. Yes, track. there's a lot of it's things going on. I'm gonna that's put this back up. Gringotts? Because it could just be in this reflection, there are stalactites that are hanging from like a little circular or like a dome-like thing, which is a bit odd to me. Like this part is gonna play again. You see those little things hanging? Yeah, I do. I like, never it's noticed. It's not them exactly Gringotts. It's like. Or it, it could, could also be, be Gringotts 100 years ago. It could be, because that yeah. was the thing that it's I was thinking developed. about, is like, what if we are going through time? As much as I don't want that to be, like, necessarily what we do, but, like, maybe that is, maybe you or put... It could just be 1890, and they haven't... Maybe it's a pensive memory that you put on the wall. Can you put? Can you do that? Can If you can make a pensive, you can make a wall a pensive, right? And maybe that's what those portals are. It could be memories. memory. It could be memory. And he can also travel into those memories and is like, hey, you can't find out this information. I'm safeguarding it. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard to say. We're definitely going to clash with Ranrock and Ranrock will likely be involved with Gringotts mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. since it is such a powerful, you know, goblin uh, place, goblin made place. Yeah. So Darkshot is talking about maybe escaping Gringotts after being captured instead of breaking in. I have some I have some lore about Gringotts. I, I say Gringotts, you say Gringotts. I don't know which is I don't know. <laughs> Let's make a poll. How do you say Gringotts? no I'm kidding. Um Pinot Grigio, <laughs> I believe is how it's pronounced. So according to Hagrid, yes. he tells Harry yes. that other than Hogwarts, right. Gringotts is the safest the place. safest place in the wizarding world. Yes. I'm like, oh, hey, now we got Hogwarts. We got we already talked about different hot spots in the Wizarding World that are important. Gringotts is one of them. Clearly, it's in the trailer. I but... think Department of Mysteries is on that list. Mm, yeah, because it's safe. It's like locked down. And Azkaban is on that list. Absolutely, these are definitely Which places is that are guarded. Part of our larger theory of sort of in what's going way. on and why would we be going to Azkaban? Because it is not it's not open world travel to Azkaban. We're gonna have to portal there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So in the books also, uh, we know that the goblin sent out a warning that is engraved across the second part pair, pair of doors in Gringotts. It's, mm. It says, enter stranger, but yep. take heed of what awaits the sin of greed. For those who take but do not earn must pay most dearly in their turn. So if you seek beneath our floors a treasure that was never yours... Mm -hmm. Thief, you have been warned. Beware of finding more than treasure there. Yeah, a thing about the goblin lore in Harry Potter that I've always enjoyed is their sort of very anti-capitalist relationship to making, where it's like you, you can't... Wizards can rent yeah. a goblin-made thing, but it belongs to the maker. Yeah. I find that really, really interesting because obviously our actual world, at least right now, does mm -hmm. not exist that way. People steal and buy things that were made by other people and keep them all the time. Yeah. You know, that's what most museums are. That's <laughs> 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 uh, uh. kind of fascinating, right? I mean, it's really, I, it always struck me as a really interesting, like, way of viewing, viewing that they're, they take it very seriously. Mm -hmm. And so, like, even the sort of Gryffindor, like, when Cryptbook makes that deal with Harry, mm -hmm. there is a piece of me, because I, I think in, ooh, now I might be getting mixed up. What? I feel like in the book, he doesn't die. Oh, no, he's in, never mind. Okay. 
we'll get to it when we get to it. <laughs> yeah. But my brain is kind of trying to mix together the book and the movie scenes and what happens. Yeah, I mean, it. the topic itself mm. is kind of complicated. So if you're like, so we've been listening to the Michael Shore thing of like, uh, philosophy and like what do we owe each other or you know this idea of like we exist mm -hmm. in uh you know with other people mm -hmm. at the same time and so thinking about this idea of ownership the concept yeah. of ownership i think is the thing and, that's and heirs and heirs. i think heirs yeah. is is the interesting thing that that relationship in harry potter bring mm. kind of pushes forward it's a it's not that somebody can't own something, but it's that they own it and they can't they just are, pass it on for yeah. free yeah, without more compensation to the maker or returning it. Or even that it won't work or the idea that like, oh no, like this is the only person, like the Chamber of Secrets, only the rightful heir of Slytherin <laughs> can enter it, which is not or Harry. true. Well, well he is. yeah, well... Oh, Spoiler. oh, Spoiler. I, yeah. So I think that those things that get passed down are the more rigid ones are like definitely more complicated than I mean, there's always like that's that's kind of the whole series. There's like little things that should be working, but they don't work in a certain way. Like Harry doesn't die. What's going like? That's the big one. But magic is more complicated, I guess. Is Yeah. Follow some interesting rules. Yeah. So the bank, let's get some history. The bank mm. was created by a goblin named Gringot. Oh, in, really? Yeah. Okay. 1474. So is it plural? Is it a, a possessive? Mm. Gringot with a apostrophe S? I don't like Ollivanders? think so. Maybe they just adopted it as like Gringots, hmm. like... I don't know. That there's more than I one of them? I don't know. <laughs> no, it doesn't. The way it's written doesn't have the possessive. No, right. So, Interesting. Um, there's like some little details and like history of magic that apparently gets mentioned once in the series by Ben's like offhand. Mm. So apparently the creation of Gringotts was uh, considered to be linked to the 14th century wizarding economic bubble, which happened the century before. Not long after the Slope Blizzard of 1378. I have no idea what the Slope Blizzard of 1378 is. It was just mentioned one time. There's not like It's very depressing to me it. that witches and wizards have still bubbles. face economic yeah. bubbles. <laughs> oh my gosh. They have problems with their currency supply too? Okay. Yeah. Uh, so then there's this like interesting thing about who is in charge of this so first of all it's the only wizarding bank in all of great britain which i find really ridiculous like really there's not another bank at all but okay or a credit union yeah or so yeah something that's not owned by goblins the gringot family they're too good at it <laughs> the line of gringots uh so apparently the bank was put into the ministry of magic's hands after this bubble burst situation. Really? Yeah. And um, there were some other details in here, but in 1865, so we're jumping forward there, that's when the ministry put the control of Gringotts back into the goblins' hands. Really? Yes. Apparently, this is... These, I, I learned all this stuff this about, about it. I was like, okay. So it was ministry. Then it, right, like shortly before Hogwarts Legacy, went back to the goblins. Um, then during Voldemort's control, it was brought back to the ministry. We haven't gotten there yet in our rereading. Um, or I guess oh, we I haven't, see. you know, okay. so like who's in charge of it. So yes, right. uh, the ministry. And then after the battle of Hogwarts, Kingsley Shacklebolt was like, all right, here you go, goblins. So it's changed like in terms of who has been in charge of it a few times. Just a few times since 14. Wild. Whatever. Wild. 1474. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Yep. The motto for it is Fortius Quo Fidelius, mm. which is a Latin phrase meaning strength through loyalty. And as we kind of mentioned a little bit before, vaults were accessed through these little carts that went like through underground tunnels that were hundreds of miles. Dragon. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. There's a lot of things. I also have like a table of some like vaults, uh, but we don't have to go through them. But I will point out 
the Pickering family. Constance Pickering from Harry Potter Wizards Unite. The Pickering vault for the Pickering family was, um, according to the dialogue, because remember Constance would say things. She would just say things all the time. Yes, she One of the things she things. said was that the vault was destroyed by dragon detritus during the 1998 break-in and was moved to a different location. <laughs> um, yeah. The the richest and like most so they, they guarded were, families had theirs like was down, down by deep. the Lestranges. Yep. Mm. Yep. The Pickerings. Yes, the Pickerings. I hope we get just even an Easter egg to I want I well somebody from Wizards Unite. We got Constance Dagworth, which okay. No, but I mean an actual so last name. I know, but so it would be so funny if there was like them. a Constance Pickering and like she didn't know that she was named after her great 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 whatever. Grandmother Constance Pickering. <laughs> oh gosh, yeah. Um. So yeah, that's what I have about. Really good. About really it. interesting. Yeah, there's a lot that I didn't know about that. I like the motto. Yeah. I like this history of changing ownership and like takeovers by the wizards is. Well, especially what you said to me, makes like a, the makes... mention about the sword of Gryffindor to be like, okay, the ministry is going to like manage this, and then yeah. we can really. I, don't I, mean, know. I mean, you can definitely see why there would be this grading relationship between goblins and wizards, like that, just not yeah. treated particularly well, and their cultural practices aren't accepted. Yes. And also, widely. some of y'all in the comments who are like, oh, it's not a crime to cast unforgivable curses on a yeah, goblin. Those, those were dark comments. <laughs> yeah, that's not how I was approaching the, the news. But, it, but it, well, like, no, yeah, it talks about the broader context the of the wizarding world. The fact that it's not a crime is a com world, yeah. commentary on yeah. something important. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Should we pull for next time? Yes, we should. should yes, we, we should. Should we pull for next time? I'm going to pull. You got it. I don't have my wand either. Oh, interesting. Okay. Interesting. Nice. Yes, that'll be a good one. Yeah. At some point. So how many weeks do we have until? Not that many. Twelve? I have a lot of these. Though, no, I know. Well, we're going to keep it going. We're we'll going to keep going. We should. Post game. We should. It's time for Magical Theory. Lon's ready. <laughs> Turn to page. 59, number 12, Grimald Place. Today's lesson is called I've Had It Worse. The chapter starts with Harry entering a newly appeared door and building under the advice to be quiet and not wander. Molly Weasley emerges and beckons the advance guard into a meeting while directing Harry upstairs. Hermione and Ron are elated to see their friend, but Harry is sour with their withholding from him, and eventually that boils over to angered yelling. <laughs> Caps Capitalized. Yeah. Yeah. Fred and George arrive with extendable ears, and Ginny stops in to see Harry as well. Apparently, Dumbledore has organized the Order of the Phoenix, and while the underaged witches and wizards aren't allowed, Bill and Charlie have joined. Meanwhile, Percy has had a falling out. The chapter ends with Harry being greeted by a screaming portrait and then a welcome face is Godfather Sirius. Hmm. My favorite line. I'm just going to jump to my favorite quote of the chapter. Okay. Um, Straight to it. Um, what do we got? Oh, no. Did oh, no. I write it? Yes, I did write it down. Harry swore under his breath. He had always liked Percy, least of Ron's brothers. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Well, it just made me laugh a lot. Because Harry is raging this whole time, and he's just like, oh, I never liked him. Well, he doesn't say it, but he's thinking it. He's just, like, real mad about it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I'm adding to our running list now. So we have yeah. people who can polyjuice. Yeah. We have, I, I didn't capture them all, so you can fill in any that I missed. You have port keys that can send you anywhere yeah. in the world. Yes. Uh, you have a magical trace tracking you at all times. Yes. Um, and also apparently hidden spaces where people can hide out and nobody really knows about it. It's where Ooh, secret societies yes. are. What? Secret, secret keepers. 
But okay, so if they can do this, yes. surely the bad people that they're fighting against can yes. also do and this. And you know? let's get into the the com- the. the conflict between spells is quite interesting so like the trace yes oh okay. can it penetrate a <laughs> unplottable secret kept headquarters ah. of the order of the phoenix with dumbledore's protective things my guess is no it cannot because otherwise they would know there are people in there they would so does this mean that you can use bad spells in azkaban since it's unplottable you can do whatever you well, want. I don't know if it's, it's the unplottability alone. I think it's the secret keeping is also important to this. Where yeah. like literally only people that Dumbledore tells about it. Though it is quite fascinating though because it's not like it was built that way. It became that. So it's it must yes. have something to do with Dumbledore just being powerful enough to invoke I, such I, a spell. Yeah, I guess yeah. Cuz so, this is we learn that this is not the first time he has done this. He did it yeah. with uh, the Potter House. So what I'm thinking is, so my comment about like, okay, the baddies can also do this too, is that it's not like you're fighting a bunch of stormtroopers. There actually are some talented Cunning. evil, like dark witches and wizards yes. out there. It's yes. not going to be like... Well, Voldemort's move to switch the trace when the time comes, that I, is a brilliant oh, choice. Especially because It is Harry, like the ultimate oh, trackdown of anyone who... Yeah, yeah. it's... It's really good. Well, Harry keeps saying his name, and it it's has like, a specific it's gonna have Harry. a yeah, consequence yeah, yeah, yeah. at some point. But really, point. on anybody, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like there's there's an interesting series of relationships that as the magic gets more complicated and the war under you know is undertaken. Mm-hmm. how these really powerful things work and whose hands they belong in, like Dementors and Umbridge, oh. really matters. It like really starts to matter. And now that's when you realize that Dumbledore's position on Dementors and Azkaban and uh, previous headmaster and headmistresses and ministers, their positions on this mattered, even though it wasn't like being used against them at the time. Mm-hmm. there's foresight involved of being like, ooh, but this this could be. And this is the most depressing part of this is that Voldemort recruited the Dementors the first time. So it's not like they didn't just experience this like yeah. literally less than two decades ago. But mm-hmm. here we are again. Mm-hmm. So I, okay, I know that there's an important meeting happening with the Order of the Phoenix. Yeah. And we eventually find out that Snape is there. Yeah. But I I still think that y'all can just like take a second and not be like, oh, Harry, Ron and Hermione will explain everything to you and let these two kids try to talk to this very upset teenager when y'all are the ones calling the shots. Like some adult should at the very least out of courtesy be like, all right, Harry, send Sirius out there to sit him down and be like, hey, bud. Let me tell you some things. And coming from Sirius, well, I don't know actually. Coming might from be Sirius, worse because Sirius would be say, frustrated. Like, <laughs> so he'll, ref- wonder, he'll mirror it. Yeah. But I just feel so bad for Ron and Hermione yes, during this scene. Yes, it is a disproportionate response. Because yeah. they're basically like, we're so happy to see you. Sorry we couldn't tell you anything. We've only seen a couple of things, but Dumbledore said not to let you know. Yeah. And they don't know why Dumbledore did that. It's not like they're in. It's not like they're in. No. And that's what's frustrating about it. Right? Yeah. 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 Come on. Come on, people. And he's just he's just super upset. And Hermione does the thing where, like, in a mature sense of she's like, if I were you, I would be like frustrated or I would be whatever word she uses. Acknowledge she's, and validate. Yeah, she's trying to, but there's nothing that, and there's nothing that either of them can say to really make Harry like, he just needs to like, he's been bottling up everything. I, I didn't, I wrote a comment he in here. He has a Voldemort meter that builds it, up. Yeah. Eventually he's got to He's got to let it off out. Like, like a, a tea kettle, kettle. yes. <laughs> Jinx. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You gotta, you gotta like express your, cause he's like pulling out all sorts of stuff and it's just like thing after yeah. thing after thing. And it's like, okay, you should, I mean, he's a kid, but like you should be talking about this so that it's not building up in resentment or just like, you know, it's just piling on there where he's 
He's very upset about lots of stuff. And it doesn't help that the Daily Prophet has these, or the writers have these, like, little comments thrown in there. And he's just like, do these people think that this is what I want? I didn't ask for that. This is like Harry's refrain over and over. I didn't ask for this. Like, I would yeah. much rather some I know, dark wizard at not one point, kill my parents, like, you know? We, we know, Harry. Will yeah. you just stop? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he he's a kid. He is a kid. And he's a kid. It's tough. And he's had a lot of emotional uh, maturity. And now we have a Voldemort emotion piled on there that's really messing with him. And it's difficult. Yeah. Well, so there's a layer of... So he, I think he lists like, oh, his accolades also. <laughs> yeah. He lists, he lists his accolades also, I think, to be like, I'm the one that's been doing all of this. Yeah. Like, because there's yeah. another layer of like the adults being like, oh, kids, you're too young. And it's yeah. like, okay, but I mean, Ginny literally was in the Chamber of Secrets <laughs> about to die. Yes. <laughs> like, there, these are no, like, it's not like you just have people who are like, oh, everything's great. And one, no, these last however many years, they've been like, thing after thing after thing keeps happening. A kid died. During the Ron got slashed by a big stone queen. Uh, he did, yes. Everyone, every single one of them is just, you know, yeah. It's a lot. It's definitely a lot for anyone to handle. That's why I, I'm surprised at Harry. Like, I'm surprised it's taken him this long mm -hmm. to just like lose his freaking mind and yeah. just laugh. It could have been in the fourth one. I mean, really, oh, like yeah. it's, there was so much going on. Yeah, for sure. Where it's like, why does this keep happening to me? And like, then when Ron got all pissy. It was kind of impressive that Harry didn't escalate it even more than he did. He, yeah, he escalated he was a, little, a little bit yeah. because he was frustrated, but yeah. it could have been worse. If it was me, I would have been like, dude, God, <laughs> come on. <laughs> Get your priorities in line, right? I didn't put, do you believe Read me? Read the room. No, yes yeah. or no. Yeah. yeah. If no, then we're going to have to talk. <laughs> It's fun to like think about like I, again they're like teenagers they're preteens yeah, yeah, yes it is and we're just like come on it's yeah. like watching a movie it's like just tell them but what do you think is harder. more likely Ron after the last three years that we've known each other I withheld from you that I secretly wanted to put my name in the goblet of fire mm -hmm. or somebody else did because they want me to die <laughs> what uh, knowing my backstory Ron as you do. <laughs> Gosh. Yeah. What do you think happened here? Yeah. So let's briefly talk about Percy. So like, okay. Yeah. Oh man, that I'm whole thing. Because speaking of people keeping things down and then exploding, yeah, that's also what happened. It sounded like what happened with Percy and his dad, and and slamming the door in front of his mom's face, just like, dude. We've talked, Percy. Dude before we have and he is a complicated character he is yeah. and he has a kind of a sad story mm -hmm. because he is personality wise mm -hmm. different from all of the I, rest yep. of his family members yeah yeah he is he wears the black hat they yeah. don't understand him yeah, I think it's and it, really tough. It just builds for, up, mm -hmm. you know, just like Harry here. Where yeah. you, it builds up, and what is his release? And like nobody seems to care that he has a girlfriend. No, nobody <laughs> seems to care that you know his parents apparent seem to, but then yeah, like, yeah. I think it's more than that. I, I think the sibling relationship is so sneaky because he can feel loved by his parents, but then watch maybe how his parents interact with other ones of his siblings and be mm -hmm. like well why don't i get that style of love yeah and and it's i don't know how to process that obviously mm -hmm. i think it goes without saying like percy is also disproportionate in his response and some of the things that he says to his parents because we at yes. least we have never seen them not support him yeah or or not want this for him yeah. Or not recognize that, like, he is different than he is his different. siblings. I think that's the part. So when he's saying, like, oh, like, Arthur has no ambition or doesn't, like, try, basically, is right. what he says. And it's like, you know, it's one of the hardest realities to face. I mean, there's many hard truths to learn as you grow. Age. As you age, as you mature or whatever. And you're like, oh, okay, I understand a little bit more about 
people and myself and our roles and everything uh, is that people are different than you and yeah. people like different things and people are fine with different things. People prefer different things. And like, and I think what's complicated, we've talked a lot in previous episodes about the family dynamic and like the, the projection of what a family should look like and you should be like all together and similar and whatever, whatever, whatever. Yeah. And, or like had the same kind of values and aspirations and that's not true. And I think, yes. And I think even zoomed in on this is that the way that kids sometimes view their parents mm-hmm. is actually like as too idealized. Yeah. So until you grow until up, you get like, older oh. and be like, oh, I understand <laughs> it was harder for my parents to connect with me than my siblings. Here's why they they people aren't interchangeable and you can't mm-hmm. expect your parents to be equally adept at like negotiating the relationship types yeah. that are required between t- different people. Like mm-hmm. it's it's not a fair expectation. At the same time, it does still hurt. Yeah. So you have to acknowledge hurt and be like, well, it it does feel worse that like you seem to get along better with my siblings than me. Yes. And that conversation never happens, though. No, it doesn't. Very rarely. Yeah. yeah. So then it's just this sort of like explosion of like, again, the built up like Mm -hmm. when you don't have those conversations and you don't have any of you can fill in the explanation for what you think the explanation is. And then you're framing every interaction with that explanation, even if it's not true. And so yeah. it becomes harder to yes, chip away yes, at yeah. that because and you the never explanation had that, is you know? my parents don't love me as much yeah. versus my parents don't know how to treat me yeah. as sort of uh, naturally as they might as my siblings. And even just from my perspective, whether or not it's just from my subjectivity or it's actually that like parents are are getting along easier yeah. with other it not even better just easier if it comes mm-hmm. easier mm-hmm. and then like what we don't the other humanizing part is like it is extremely hard to recognize like what is needed and yeah. especially when it's like you might need to sit down with somebody like Percy and be like hey like what do you what do you want <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. What 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 do yeah. you want, you know? I don't know. It's complicated. Yeah. It's sad. It is. It gets sadder. <laughs> yeah. This is the beginning of the sadness and the... it gets very low. Yeah. So Percy gets promoted. Yep. He's like 19 or something and is assistant to the minister. No, I don't know. Whatever the title is, junior assistant to, well, to the minister. I mean, and this is one of the early and saddest steps is like that other people third parties will watch and they will leverage mm. your insecurities yeah that that they are that fudge is basically like oh hey we know fudge. we got a weasley he doesn't care and about like anyone. i'll just give him a quick promotion so he loves me more than his family and then i'll use him you know yeah I don't know. It doesn't work very well for him because Percy just basically excommunicates. He doesn't talk with anybody. It's not like he knows the secrets. It's not like he's no. an undercover yeah. cop. You know? Yeah, know. there's... <laughs> <laughs> for, against the Weasleys. Percy, you know. spy on your family. <laughs> yeah, that, you know, I don't know. Um, so they're talking, the kids are talking about being like, oh, well, you know, Percy didn't know that his boss was under control of Lord Voldemort. Like, he should have been fired, basically. And then what crossed my mind was I didn't buy that. Hermione didn't know that Constance Pickering was, you know, actively working Fire. against her for two years. Yeah, so it doesn't work that way. Yeah. Um, well, the, and it's not kids. his. Yeah, yeah, it's not his responsibility. But like, if every person was like held accountable for like the people they interact with, like that would be a ridiculous world to live in. Yes. Just like, oh, you d- you Gu- didn't guilt know by this? association type things. Yeah. yeah. Come on. Yeah, or who is a, who is accountable? Who's responsible? Sometimes yeah. nobody is. So, or sometimes it's it's sometimes a person like Percy can have zero responsibility. It, it, even though it's possible that he could have noticed or could have reported something, it, yeah. it is possible. But like, I don't know. Are we really gonna sit here and be like, oh, hey, you should have known? Yeah. Like, well, you, it's that you started hindsight. getting letters from your boss, who's a super famous yeah. wizard, who's been like 
really powerful and like a law abiding yeah. person for decades. It's kind You're of that gonna search, question him? that search for like, oh, if we if we had caught it here, like it wouldn't have gotten so bad. It's a blame so game. then we're just gonna yeah. be like, well, you're and, the one who and let even this so, escalate. Like, what should he have said? Hey, I'm my boss getting is letters from my boss. <laughs> Why isn't it the responsibility yeah. of Crouch's boss, Fudge, to mm. notice that one of his under ministers is? Not coming to work well, anymore. Let's just say it's a lot. <laughs> People who have easier, known him way longer didn't a lot notice. easier to fire a nineteen-year-old than to fire well, that's someone that's sure. been yeah. in tenure for however long at the ministry. <laughs> that's how Umbridge gets promoted. Oh, Umbridge. <laughs> <clears throat> oh my gosh. Yes, that's that's most of what I put. Oh, I almost put the troll leg umbrella stand in the thumbnail, but I didn't. Instead, I put Percy prominently displayed, even though he's just mentioned. Percy, but it's kind Percy, of like, Percy. all right, here's the here's a yeah drop of what's going on here, and it's a good chapter though. Yeah, it is. I, I believe that we when we talked about Percy before, one of the things that I said is that Percy's story arc is just so sensible to mm, me. Mm -hmm. It just makes sense to me. Yeah. I don't want it to happen. Yeah. But it's like, it almost feels like from day one when Harry meets Percy, mm -hmm. it's like this person is going to be challenged mm -hmm. to fit in with the Harry Potter side of things. Mm -hmm. He's a strict rule abider he is ambitious in ways that harry is not and harry the rest of his family not is not harry is like straight up gryffindor just like da -da -da -da. he's straight laced <laughs> let's go you know we talked i think at the time and still have it that like hermione clearly connects with percy the most yeah and appreciates him the most because yeah. she is the most like him mm -hmm. it's uh it's really sad it's yep. sad that it's foreseeable. Not not yeah. this necessarily, but mm -hmm. the break from the family is foreseeable. Mm -hmm. The abuse of him as a pawn by Fudge and the ministry, not, not so much. Like that's more of a circumstance of timing. Yeah. But the idea that eventually Percy would be like, I'm I'm out. Yeah. You guys don't good, get me like, and now I'm an adult and like I'm out. Character consistency. So like um yes. All the characters have their very prominently displayed personality yeah. traits in the foreground. Yeah, yeah. But um, the way that it plays out, when you have something like this, where there's a lot of like political maneuvering happening, the ministry trying not to like, they even said, hey, Harry, why didn't they, like, report on your, uh, the Dementor attack? It's because that doesn't fit in what they're trying to portray in their narrative and Yeah, when Dumbledore's like, that. I assume there's a, like, an investigation as to why two Dementors were so far from Azkaban. <laughs> oh. oh, man, Umbridge. Yeah, but back to the Weasleys for just a second. Yeah. I think it is really a tour de force of writing is seeing all of the young Weasleys in book one, the mm -hmm. younger Weasleys, and that they are already on the track. Yeah. It's not clear where they're going to go, but once you find out like here and then in book six with the, with the Weas Weasley wizarding wheezes and everything. And it's like, Oh, yep. This makes so much sense. Ginny Yes, loves Harry. Of course she <laughs> of course does. Ginny loves Harry. You know, even though there's all those different, uh, you know, kind of moments along the way where she's dating other people and seems perfectly content and is a totally independent person. But like when push comes to shove and they start dating, it's like, yeah, of course they start dating. You know what else? Yeah. And Fred and George don't need anybody else and they drop out of school. Like, of course they drop out of school. Yeah. Of course. No, it's great. Especially they have seven kids. Yeah. Like, it's great that they each have personalities. I mean, Fred and George are yeah. most similar, but like, I, that, I think that fits of like, I mean, I don't know much about twins, but I'm Seems like, like, yeah, Charlie sure. They have Ron each other. are somewhat similar in some ways. Yeah. But they're kind of, yeah, I don't know. 
And even thinking, because what I was doing earlier, I was, I, I was <laughs> counting. I was like, oh, wait, is Percy the true middle? No, I think it's either whoever the oldest between Fred and George is. But um, yes, right. But he's still like clumped kind in that middle ish, yeah, yeah. like being yeah. like that family unit yep. and the role that plays out. And there is this like there is this like essence of self, I guess, or like true nature of your personality. But then there's also that dynamic that also shapes the the sort of like how how you make sense of your role in the world. And this is where a lot of like I forget the name of like the the therapy itself, but there is one that focuses more on like the family aspect of it and like trying to unpack because a lot of these things are not said or like broken yeah. down or made sense of in they just simmer. a different way. They simmer, yeah, for years, yeah, sometimes. and then you trying to figure it's too out late. it's too late what's going on Some, often it, then it becomes a k kind of a seismic event and then yeah. the fractures are too i mean too wide to bridge. a war is definitely a seismic a seismic event for yeah but even like just families. from a per, an yeah, yeah, no, the right. seismic event of like saying things that are exaggerations of your feelings you know saying what percy said to his dad does he really think that does he really think that he knows yeah. that his dad has been doing a balancing act mm -hmm. and that probably it's possible that Percy will learn later that like, actually maybe his dad is quite ambitious, but understood like he couldn't have everything he wanted. Yeah. And therefore like he made particular choices. Yeah. And one of the choices was, let me find a job that I'll be good at that allows me to have the type of balance that I want. Mm hmm. And I'll just keep doing that. Yep. And then, but yeah, I mean, I mean, Percy's trying to hurt his parents' feelings. Yes, yes, sure. yes, 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 well, yes. For we all sure. carry around word-shaped, dagger-shaped words. Mm -hmm. You know that we could we could stick in our the people we're closest to us that you know, the most scary. You know, if you let it build up, you can really be mean. Mm -hmm. Better to be mean in little bits, right? <laughs> <laughs> bits like little little witty yeah, bites you no, just gotta you make fun of each other a little bit and everyone can get like, over it and be like oh that's funny yeah uh, i am that way sometimes it's like oh yeah i guess yep all right well that's all that i have all right so, yeah. we covered a lot all right until next time one's, one's ready, ready.